0: Yeah. Hello. Hello. Okay, we're working. We're working. We're working. Nine
1: work, to work, five. Work, work, work. Oh, we went. We went different places than that.
0: We did, which I think <laughs> says a lot about us. So I went to Dolly Parton, and, and you I went to, to Rihanna. No, you was that not Iggy Azalea?
1: Oh yeah, you're right. It was. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Um, but you introduced me to this song. I never would have heard that song if not for you.
0: Which I find funny.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that one at all. The first song I was aware of was Fancy. I think that was before that.
0: Yeah, which is weird because I feel like it's a lesser song. No. I feel like Fancy is definitely a lesser song. Oh, no. To work. Now, get these work. No, work, work.
1: No! No, no. I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. Disagree. Disagree. Well,
0: speaking of songs.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Kanye West.
1: Oh. Is
0: at least the starting topic of the conversation this week Right Because uh, for listeners who don't know I'm a, I am a big fan I am a Kanye West apologist To a certain mm. degree <laughs> uh, uh, Because um, Yeah, I love his work I have since the first album I, I bought the first album when it, when it came out um, Because I loved the, the couple of singles that had come out before it And uh, yeah, that was in, I was in college at the time because this was two thousand and one. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't two thousand and one. I apologize. Uh, 2004? It would have been two thousand and three or four. Yeah, okay. either late two thousand three, early two thousand four, but mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Um, when I got it, so uh, but yeah, uh, so I've I've had him in my life for quite a long time, fifteen years, and uh, he's mad as a brush. He has a lot of issues. He's 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 my problematic fave, right? As the saying goes, uh, because there's a lot of problems with him, and that's what we're gonna talk about a little. bit, Because he's gone, cray cray. Uh
1: yeah, but also like you said, has he gone cray cray, or oh, has he been, been cray cray, cray-cray and we're just yeah. not liking the turn the cray cray is taking right now?
0: Well, I would I would say to a certain extent, um, he's got himself mixed up in a bunch of stuff above his station. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. it's fine when he's being crazy about Taylor Swift um, and yeah. Beyonce deserving to to win an award.
1: Yeah, but like I also liked it when he came out and said George W. Bush doesn't like black people. Like I liked that, like that political Kanye.
0: That's true. Like, like cause yeah. I felt like
1: that was right. If
0: that's the thing, cause it, like, but here's it's the idea of a of a of a clock being right, a broken clock being right twice yeah. a day. Like, I'd say, like he was right in that situation, but it, it I don't know if it's because it was definitely wasn't because he's informed on politics. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and I is, think that pissed a lot of people off. Um, yeah, that it did. comment for sure.
0: But, yeah, so he got into trouble. For anyone who doesn't know, which I'm sure is very few people because it seems to be everywhere right now. Everywhere. We just ate uh, 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 vegan fajitas, so... Mmm, it was real good. It was really good. Uh, For the record, if you want to make it at home, just replace chicken with sweet potatoes. So good. Uh, So, yeah, um... We, uh, we've been kind of discussing him and the topics surrounding what he's been talking about the last couple days.
1: Yeah. We also had a big discussion, we'll call it, about yeah. Candace Owens. A large,
0: uh, angry discussion about <laughs> Candace Owens today. Uh, so we'll talk a bit about that too. But yeah, Kanye basically, oh, how do we even sum this up? So he's been very, he came back to Twitter mm-hmm. about a week or two ago.
1: See, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't see any of it from that angle. Yeah,
0: well, basically, uh, this is kind of where this like, all I'm started. Guessing, I'm
1: guessing you follow him. However. I do follow him, yeah. but
0: he kind of deleted all his tweets. Okay. And kind of st- kind of basically shut down his account for a year Ooh. or two. And then he came uh, back a couple of weeks ago and started tweeting like a crazy person. And he started tweeting about his love for Donald Trump. And, you know, he had been in the press before about having visited Donald Trump around the time that he got, um, you know, nominated president. Nominated? <laughs> elected. Uh, I mean, <laughs> el- election seems weird when you're fucking weird college system, so it doesn't even feel like he's elected uh, democratically. But anyway... He's uh, not. Uh, the um So, that w- so like, the- he took a picture, you know, of him wearing a MAGA hat...
1: I have a friend who did that. I have someone who I consider one of my best friends, who I've known since I was five, who also took a picture of themselves wearing a MAGA hat. Yeah, and it's something I have to grapple with every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and and Kanye had his signed by Donald Trump, mm. um, and so uh, yeah, and he was, but he was ranting and raving on Twitter uh, to the point where you know a lot of people were kind of concerned for him, and he and Kanye was even like posting screenshots from his phone from his friends messaging him basically saying that they were concerned for him that he didn't seem to be uh, of sound body and mind
1: right.
0: um and you know Kanye uh went to rehab um I don't know if it was early this year or late last year uh but he went he went to rehab recently in the past year and uh has been dealing with a bunch of shit seemingly uh, but, you know, it moved on from just Twitter, you know, madness to him then going on TMZ and yeah. declaring that, uh, slavery was a choice, okay. uh, and that, uh, you know, uh, he's gonna fight hate with love and all weird stuff. Whew. He's kind of, yeah, he's, he's, he, we were watching that and I said, I turned to and said to you, it was like, this is the guy with manic depression, I would say, mm-hmm. or a guy who at least you know has some sort of mania issues, mm-hmm. and he's off his meds. And even in one of the TMZ rants videos, he mentioned how he's supposed to be on three pills a day. He didn't say pills for what, right. but the hospital was making him, uh, take three pills a day, and he was saying, "I was take I'll take one a week at best."
1: Yeah. Which Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, so um, he's he's a guy who has some issues and has always had issues, uh, but he seemingly is not handling his issues very well right now.
1: I wish I knew what his prescriptions were actually for. Right, it's really they could have just been painkillers. Yeah, and I mean that was the problem because he said, "I I, I did I did appreciate one thing in his rant. Um, <laughs> I did appreciate him like calling out TMZ for fat shaming." Um, I, You know, because that is fucked up of them, and I appreciated him calling them out for that, because he said that he got liposuction after he came out of rehab? Was that it? Well, yeah, but
0: he came out of rehab, and he put on a lot of weight. Right. And TMZ and other news networks were kind of, like, making fun of him to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Although, I mean, I saw the meme of Happy Kanye you know, or happy fat Kanye. Because okay. people were kind of like, it's the first time we've seen him smile in years. Okay. Uh, but he's fat. And I, I even remember retweeting one of those photos and going like, you know what, I'm happy for the dude. Yeah. Uh, but other people were making fun and yeah. so he was obviously very self-conscious about it and got liposuction. His mom died from liposuction
1: it was liposuction or was it a nose I thought Anthony just said it was nose I, I don't know I
0: think it was liposuction oh, because was I believe uh, in the Tan- Tanahasi Nisi- code yeah I always call him Tanahisi but I, I guess that's no, how you pronounce the, yeah, the vowels yeah
1: you would think it's Tanahisi but I've heard Tanahasi I'm yeah, not sure that's it, fine but yeah I think he did say his mom died of liposuction yeah
0: yeah so um, or complications Complic- of
1: course yeah she died of down. liposuction so much
0: plastic It was nothing but a husk yeah. left but yeah so like for him to even even choose to get that done shows that like it that's a pretty extreme reaction uh to the kind of the the presses that he was getting
1: but but as that article pointed out as well like that kind of attention is that's one of the things he said in that article is like you can't deal with it like being that famous is almost impossible to deal with yeah it's horrifying and Like that'll give any that'll make a sane person crazy.
0: Yeah, and like, you know, in fairness is still like the problem the problem is, you know, where he's kind of making a show of himself right now. Is because I do believe his intentions are good. I do believe he's a guy who who wants to make the world a better place, Mm -hmm. to make him himself in a happier position, Mm -hmm. he wants, he wants to, he wants to do good things. Like he, he said that a lot when he was making his like fashion line that he wanted like to make clothes that people could wear and like he wanted to kind of like, you know, do stuff. But unfortunately, he's not informed enough on a lot of things to be able to make the right decisions about a lot of stuff or even like talk about things in a way that doesn't uh, cause problems for himself and others. And, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's worrying at the moment because he's kind of, he's saying an awful lot about an awful lot of big things.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, it's creating, uh, you know, a, a real situation.
1: <laughs> so here's my question for you as such a big Kanye fan. And I, I mean, I'm a fan as well, a more casual fan than yeah. you are. Cause yeah, I, I music, own the CDs. And yeah, like and, and in general music, I just like, I just don't, yeah, I just, like, don't really buy or listen to albums. I just, like, like songs and listen to songs. But I have a lot of Kanye songs that I've really liked. Um, but what, why do you think he is connecting with Donald Trump? Why do you think that this is his thing? Or that even this is the hill he wants to die on right now? Because he, he you know, he is getting called out for it. And he's getting a lot of scrutiny for it. So why do you think he's going on, uh, going out on a limb to support Trump?
0: I think part of it is because it's controversial to do it. Yeah, I think so
1: too. And I
0: think he's drawn to that. I think part of it is because he has been kind of disconnected mm. from the real world for quite some time now. Because especially, like, his wife is one of the biggest celebrities in America, at the very least. And she lives in a weird bubble. Yeah. Um. And he would have lived in an own his own weird bubble in a lot of weird ways. So, like, that... That makes him very disconnected, and um, you know he did lose his mother, um, mm-hmm. who he was very close to, and I think that had a, a created a lot of difficulties for him. Um, but I th- so because of all that, I think you know another fellow's millionaire celebrity uh, seems more like a real person to him. Yeah. Um. than, you know, uh, Barack Obama, for example. Right. And I think also as well is that, like, you know, Donald Trump talks bollocks from the top of his head as well. And so <laughs> Kanye can probably relate to that. And, you know, Kanye isn't informed. So, you know, this is a big reason why Trump got elected to a large degree. A lot of people who aren't informed in politics will see Donald Trump as a man of the people. Because they will see him as a guy who, like, first of all, they recognize him and they know who he is. So, you know, with most politicians, they have to look them up to figure out who they are. They don't have to do that with Donald. They automatically know who he is. name
1: recognition. But how could somebody think that being a man of the people and name recognition, a.k.a. being a celebrity, go hand in hand? Like, just, I I don't, I can't follow any of the thinking of people who... Well,
0: party, part of it is, like, if you watch the debates, Donald Trump, like, talked... Because he does. He because right, he
1: talks like... A... An idiot. Right.
0: <laughs> and... Hillary Clinton wasn't able to dumb herself down to a large
1: degree. So that she's, right, so he's relatable to people. He's
0: accessible.
1: Right, because of how he talks.
0: Yeah. and Because it's very limited vocabulary. And that limited vocabulary makes, like, complicated matters seem very simple. Seem
1: very simple. And then he goes and said, no one realized how complicated it was. Yeah. We're like, no, a lot of people did. Like, you just just didn't. Exactly.
0: And, like, people who who can't understand the complicated stuff and they hear a guy making it sound very simple, they're going to go, oh, okay, this guy Mm -hmm. gets it. Um, And, yeah, and I think Kanye's kind of, unfortunately, you know, fallen victim to that to a certain degree. And he, like, he's he's come out since, like, the last couple days and said how, you know, I'm sorry that I'm hurting black people by saying these things. Um, Kanye has, by the way, Mm -hmm. not Donald Trump, because he would never apologize (laughs) to black people. Uh, Never apologize
1: to anyone.
0: But, yeah, like, and he said, like, you know, like, He said some interesting things, because that's the thing, Kanye, he's an intelligent guy, but just with no education. Yeah. And so, like, so, Kanye was even saying, like, look, I have access to the most powerful guy in the country.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, you know, I'm going to give him the time of day. Yeah. Uh, And so, like, he was was trying to apologise, but he was saying, like, okay, I get you're saying that you think he hurts you but maybe i can make him change and the reality is like no Kanye he's probably going to play you more than anything else
1: right but that's like but you just talking about that like d- makes a good distinction for me because i was going to say something about them both maybe being not narcissists but like egomaniacs very very big into their ego and that may be true but i really do agree with what you said that Kanye like I'm a Kanye apologist as well, I guess, it is for the greater good. And even just like you said, he he apologized. Like, Donald Trump would never apologize for anything, ever. And Kanye has at least the humility to apologize and to still try to connect and to still explain where he's coming from. And that's, you know, I think obviously Donald Trump is awful, but, like, that's not the worst place to come from if he realizes he's in a powerful position and he just wants the most powerful man in the world on his side you know and, and i'm glad that he's i didn't know that i'm glad that he's been saying that and that he has apologized and now, is trying to connect
0: he said it in like one circumstance i wouldn't say like i don't as far as i know kenny hasn't really said that in a, in a significant way on twitter okay. but he said it in one of those tmz videos yeah, where he yeah. saw this the guy who's like listen i hear where you're coming from and i'm sorry if i hurt like you know the community yeah. and stuff like that but, like, yeah, like, Kanye, like, would be a more reasonable person than Donald Trump is. Yeah. Which is saying something. Yeah. You know, with the guy who's, like, stormed, like, you know, award shows to to say that Beyoncé is the greatest. I mean, like, he's not wrong. No, he's not But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but still... Um, but he, like you were saying, because like he's hanging around with a lot of the wrong people, and one of the people he's been hanging around with, you've been kind of locking up a little bit recently.
1: And I've, I've been aware of her for a while, actually. Uh, Candace Owens. Yeah. Yeah. I'd,
0: I'd heard of Candace Owens, but yeah. I kind of heard enough to know I didn't want to hear her speeches. Because me and mm. you have a very different approach to this totally. sort of stuff. Where you want to hear dissenting viewpoints. Absolutely. And I'm like... Get out of here with that trash uh, <laughs> just Trash Trash uh, But that's what we got into Got into the discussion about today Because she was in, in And around that TMZ stuff Because she's been hanging out With Kanye a little bit And uh, She's talking absolute bollocks
1: Well, she didn't really get a chance to say anything in that TMZ clip. I actually wanted to hear what she had to say because I knew it would at least be more lucid than what Kanye was saying. I mean, Van, the guy who works at TMZ, he had a lot of great things to say. And then she wanted to kind of step in. It almost seemed like she wanted to clarify what Kanye was saying and make it make sense.
0: She would would make a clear statement. I just don't think she would make any more sense than him. Like, she would make a clear statement, she would make an understandable sentence, but I don't think it would be any more logical sense than what Kanye was saying.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Um, And so this morning, so I've been aware of her because I do watch the Rubin Report on YouTube a lot, and he had her on a while ago, and actually another friend of mine who voted for Trump had told me recently that that she really liked her. Um, So I have been aware of her for a while, and my reaction to her has been... Like I said, I, I try to understand where she's coming from. She has an interesting story, and she also has a TED talk that's not political really at all. And I thought that was interesting as well. So I. Because that heard, was just
0: about her life, you were saying, right? Well,
1: no, I wasn't. So I so the TED talk is something else I've heard that she oh, okay. that she's done. So that's she, you're but about. like she has a, a very interesting story as to how she became famous. I don't know if you know any of this or how she, how she became in this field. She, well, she was actually the victim of some like really pretty horrific bullying when she was in high school. Just so before you
0: go on, what is her field? Uh, Just commentator? Make,
1: yeah, making YouTube videos now. Fuck okay. yeah, right. yeah. that field. And she Let's has the, burn that field yeah, down. Yeah, and she me? has the nerve to like call a lot of people, oh god. A lot of people, she, she. so I listened to a horrible, I listened to a horrible talk that she gave at some, like, conservative conference this morning, and, and, like, it was awful. Like, everything she said was wrong and terrible. And one of the things she said was because they were referencing, and I don't know exactly what this is, but they were referencing some town hall where some 26-year-old woman came up and sort of, like, stormed wherever the politicians were talking and complaining about how she didn't have health insurance because she had this condition that it was, that's called stomach paralysis. And then Candace Owens was like, I looked up, guys, what stomach paralysis is and all it gives you is nausea and abdominal cramps. So that girl just needs to get off of her lazy ass and go to work, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, okay like, gross. fuck you. Like, you make YouTube videos for a living, you just rant at a screen with your pretty face for 10 minutes, like, suck a dick.
0: Yeah, and like, feeling sick and painful, like, all fucking Const- like yeah, that's, that's horrible great. that's great
1: yeah um, but anyway so she she was the victim of some really bad actually racist bullying when she was in high school but it ended up becoming a huge and i wasn't it wasn't big enough for me to be aware of it at the time and it would have been i would have been in high school at the same time or about the same age um, but one of the boys they had called her and like they had left a voicemail giving all these racial slurs And one of the boys ended up being the son of like a prominent politician. And so it became a huge news story. And she says she didn't want the attention, but she got it and blah, 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 blah. And so then she created a website called, um, or she tried to create some software called Social Autopsy. And what it was was supposed to do was it was supposed to be anti-bullying software. And it was supposed to somehow unmask Trolls. So it was supposed okay. to take like, a, and all of this time she was also liberal. She didn't like turn until I'll tell you when she turned. But okay. she she created some sort of program that was supposed to unmask trolls online, and this was happening throughout the whole GamerGate thing. Okay. And apparently, somebody from the GamerGate give me names. Zoe Quinn. Milo? So, no, no, no. Oh, uh,
0: Zoe Quinn?
1: Zoe Quinn, I think. Yeah, I okay. think. I could be wrong now on that. She was
0: a victim of Gamergate. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. So somebody, and I could be wrong on the Zoe Quinn thing, called her and was like, you need to not you need to get rid of this software. You can't do this. You can't unmask trolls. And then there were all these people from that side of Gamergate, the Zoe Quinn and and uh, Anita Sarkeesian and yeah. those but maybe there was just one of them saying you you can't do this you can't be unmasking trolls we that's not what we want and that really confused her and she didn't understand why well. these people didn't want the unmasking of trolls
0: well yeah because that because unmasking of trolls is a nice really nice way of saying doxing. doxing. Yeah. Yeah. And doxing is basically releasing personal information about somebody online. And right. that was what those girls were a victim of right. by trolls and the whole point is that's a really horrible terrible thing to do to somebody because you're actually putting their lives in danger by doing that.
1: Yeah, and so when she explains it, though, and it's interesting because there are a lot of conservatives who don't like her either, and there are a lot of takedown pieces on her because of social autopsy. They're saying it was a doxing site. It never actually happened. Um, But the way she interprets this whole thing isn't that these people didn't want her doxing. It's that she thinks that the liberal side or the leftist side has a lot of trolls on it, and she believes that... um, people like Zoe Quinn have a bunch of troll accounts attacking women so that they can then, quote-unquote, play the victim card and say, look, look at what all these people are saying to me. But she thinks that all of those oh people God. are actually trolls.
0: Fuck Um
1: But this is what she thinks.
0: I mean, <laughs> uh, Jesus I kind Christ. of only
1: connected right now how crazy that is because I didn't realize, but you're right, that's why they didn't want this because of, of doxing. But she said... And then that also, like,
0: how can you control who gets doxed in this program? Yeah. Because you could say it's for trolls, but what if, like, they, someone just randomly wants to, like, pump exactly. me into the system? And
1: I think... And, I, and I'm not explaining exactly what the system is, but once she realized that it had the potential to become, like, a doxing thing, mm. it, it was shut down and it never actually happened. Like, there were only plans for it to happen. But well, she's
0: obviously seemingly a bit bitter about it being shut down.
1: No, she's fine. When she talks about it now, she's kind of like, you can even tell she's insecure around it. It's like she knows it was a bad idea, like she knows it was ill-conceived and that it wasn't going to work.
0: But right, but the claiming that it was kind of shut down because liberal people like didn't want to get exposed for being nasty themselves, that sounds like real kind of like, you know, I got shut down by liberal people, fuck yeah, these guys. Yeah, exactly,
1: because I think what happened was that, that's what happened, she got shut down by liberals and she the way she puts it is, I was force-fed the red pill.
0: Oh, oh she Oh, quoting red pill bullshit. Oh, her
1: her YouTube um, channel is called Red Pill Black.
0: Oh uh, fuck you, Katniss.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so I listened to so this is all stuff I already knew about her because I had seen a couple of things about her before, and then uh, that speech oh, this morning. Was, should we explain
0: what the red pill is for anybody who listens to this? Oh doesn't sure, know what is? Do you want to explain? I this? just I realized like even,
1: I've never even seen the Matrix. So, yeah, so
0: if anyone doesn't know, it's, it's a reference to a scene in The Matrix where um, Lawrence Fishburne comes to Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. the actual people. not There's no characters in this. The Matrix is all about actual, like, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne and, and Keanu Reeves. And uh, he presents them with, with this choice. You can live in this, you know, fantasy world of The Matrix where, you know, you're working a normal life and, you know, not realizing that uh, everything's a lie. Or you can take the red pill... And wake up, so to speak, sheeple, uh, <laughs> And uh, realize what the what's really running the world, and blah 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 blah. blah. And uh, this term has been now uh, used um, uh, by uh, men's rights activists, mm-hmm. uh, specifically. Uh, but
1: to- not just men's rights activists. It seems like it seems like anybody going the sh- going through the shift from like left to right is they're I using guess so. it because she's not like Candace Owens isn't really about that she's about it for race like
0: there's an el- there's an element of alt-right kind of yeah. connection but there's yeah. an element of alt-right connection to MRAs and all this kind of stuff oh yeah there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a great like you know diagram of this shit where yeah. everyone's kind of interconnected a little bit yeah um, you know not everybody is necessarily all of those things but if you're one thing in the group chances are there's someone else in your group who's in one of the other things uh, just so you know, I'm I'm explaining this for the listener. Oh, I know. Than, <laughs> I don't. I always worry. It just feels no, like I'm not explaining it to you. <laughs> no, uh, I know. But uh, where was I? Um, oh yeah. So that's that's what the red pill is. And yeah. So uh, yeah, to hear like a black. Red pill woman, black.
1: Red yeah, pill black. doing
0: red pill black. Yeah.
1: Black. So I listened to to two, two about two fifteen to twenty minute talks of hers this morning. And one was just everything about it was so, so bad and so wrong. And then I listened to another one, which was a talk that she gave at Columbia University. And there is where I thought she had an interesting story to tell. And I thought she had maybe some valuable things to say. Before you
0: get into that, give me, like, two examples of the so bad and so wrong things that she said. Okay,
1: well, like like sharing that story about this girl only had stomach paralysis. Like, get off your lazy ass and go to work. Okay. Um, one. Another one, I'll give you three actually. Another okay. one was okay, so I was invited to have lunch at Mar a Lago and it was amazing. Like, Donald Trump is so confident. He feels so good about himself. There's like a huge portrait of him when you walk in there in gold. There is like, it was that's the most the Trump thing That's the opposite of being
0: confident and feeling good about yourself. Right? That's a, that's, right? That's sign of being completely right. Insecure. And she's
1: like, <laughs> it was the most Trump thing ever. There was like gold dripping from the ceilings. How would you not want your president to be someone like who has gold dripping from the ceilings?
0: Oh, for so many fucking reasons. Yeah, so she was
1: saying shit like that. And then the last thing she did, she's like, okay, we're going to do something a little bit fun here. We're going to... Um, okay imagine it's the year 2032 and stupid is a crime which is hilarious which is hilarious to me because at first I thought she was going through like oh the leftists are going to make stupid a crime but no that's not even where it went because that's what these people are always acting like you know the um, authoritarianism of like thought and stuff the thought police but no she was like she was acting like this was a good thing so imagine it's so much projection with them so imagine it's 2032 and stupid is a crime now I'm going to yell someone's name and either you say lock her up or you say usa so she was like naming people so she was like rosie o'donnell and they were like lock her up she was like tommy lauren they were like usa she was like chelsea handler lock her up like hillary clinton lock her up donald j trump usa and that's how her speech ended
0: jesus christ Jesus Christ. Yeah, it
1: was it was it was unbelievable. But what what's amazing about it is like and I don't know, maybe it's just most mostly people who like her know her, but the youth like she had way more likes than dislikes, and all the comments were like, oh, "She's so beautiful and smart. This is what a girl's role model should be, not Lena Dunham or Amy Schumer. It should be like well, someone of thin and beautiful and smart." Only, only like, like conservative
0: people are watching it. Like I like uh, I, and you, I guess. Like I, I would guess, never... but I hate
1: watch things all the time. But I guess I never comment because like.
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm but, not a
1: creep. Yeah, but,
0: I don't hate watch. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. It's kind of, you know, uh, even negative comments can be deleted. But like you said, there was more likes than dislikes. Yeah, way more um, likes than dislikes. But yeah, that's, that's more more people watching it. But anyway, um, so you were saying about her, her other one where she's kind of talking a bit more about her personal life and so on. Yeah,
1: about. well, she talked about the story. I mean, she talked about, like, the values that had been instilled in her in her African-American upbringing. She talked about her having to move in with her grandfather when she was very young because her family like had a, hard, had a really hard time economically. Her mom had her first kid at 17, only has a high school education. Uh, her grandfather had been a sharecropper since, the t- since he was five years old. I mean, and he was working full days from the time he was five years old, and then I guess he worked his way up. And by the time he retired, he was able to buy the farm that he had been a sharecropper on when he was a little boy, and she was just talking about her experience too, like in a in a town that's that was that was black and white and Hispanic, and how um, certain black girls started bullying her when they thought that she was quote unquote acting white. And Candace's point, she was like, I wasn't acting white. She's like, I was acting like me. I and I don't like this. I she was just going against identity politics a little bit. She's like, I don't like the idea, because the things that she was doing that were acting white... I don't know
0: if that's identity politics, though. Like, just basically whether or not, like, a group of people can identify with you anymore.
1: But it's it's stereotyping to an extent, because she doesn't like it when people... And and I get this. She doesn't like it when people try to revoke her black card, and she's said this before. She said that that white women like Chelsea Handler have made comments being like, "Oh, this like this girl doesn't even deserve to be black" and stuff like that. And she's kind of like, "Well, what the fuck do you know? Like, you're 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 white. You don't know that." And so the things that she was doing that people were accusing her of being white was like stuff like. Um, like reading Harry Potter and whatever and, and well, like being no. a nerd and she was like why does that have to be a white thing she's like black people can be nerds and she doesn't she she was criticizing aspects of maybe more prominent black culture of what even just teenagers think is
0: cool well i know because i know a few black nerds myself yeah and i know they've too. said to me how it's kind of you know it, it is a thing where you can feel a little bit isolated in yeah, your community yeah for liking those things um or at least less maybe more so when they were growing up maybe less so now because yeah. a lot of those geeky things have become quite mainstream now mm-hmm. um so there's probably less of that happening um but, yeah, and, and that is true to a certain extent that, like, you know, uh, your l- interests should not be defined by your race or at least the idea of what your race should be into.
1: Exactly. But at the same
0: time, uh, that that sort of, you know, let's say bullying to a certain degree or at the very least her Falling out with some friends when she was a teenager,
1: and she became and she t- became friends with them again when she was older. And so yeah, and she mentions that as well.
0: So you know, it's it's interesting how because teenagers are shitheads anyway. Yeah. Like just the no matter across the board, teenagers are shithead for a number of fucking reasons, mm. but that seems to be a big influence on how she's acting now. And there is a there is a certain sense because this was even so even in the the Tanahisi, uh coats. Article about Kanye in the Atlantic today talking about how Kanye admires white people for their freedom and, and kind of f- for their privilege. Mm. Kanye wants that privilege mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, you know, Donald Trump gets away with saying whatever the fuck he thinks mm-hmm. and talking bollocks. He became president because of it, and Kanye can relate to that urge to want to talk politics and get or talk anything really and get away with it. Um, and he wants that freedom to do so, because what he's getting now is that blowback from the black community saying, like, you know, what you're saying is hurting us, mm-hmm. and Kenny wants to be free from that. He wants that freedom to say whatever the fuck he feels and not let his community down, because a white person can't really let the white community down mm-hmm. by saying anything, because we're not struggling in the same right. way. Um, and, like, Candace Owens is kind of, like, begrudging you know the girls in her neighborhood when she was a teenager kind of letting her go because she was you know uh, a little more affluent and and doing well in school than her friends and so we don't
1: know that she was more affluent like that's an assumption that you're making we don't know that she was she was more affluent she was just you know she
0: things were going well for her let's say
1: i don't know if it was more than their friends in but in terms of like doing yeah. well in school yeah
0: exactly like you know things were coming uh, a little uh, coming a little bit easier to her let's say for example um but uh, you know and the friends were maybe a little bit jealous of that you know what i mean like that's you know cuz they weren't doing as well in school the reasons for that are, could you know are so tiered and yeah. different like you, you never know why right unless we know each and every person involved but, like, either way, she's her politics have lined up with a vastly majority white-based thinking of, you know... Because Republican thinking is, you know, they don't play to a minority base.
1: Well, it's all... What, what she's all about, and this is what we were talking about, and, and I don't agree with this either... But it's all the... And this isn't even what... Con, what, what Con, Well, maybe it is what Connie's talking about. I'm not sure. It's very much pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That's what it's all about. That's She's a, that's saying, a, it's almost a Republican motto. It, like. it is. Except, you know, it's not really when you look at their policies and, and what they actually believe and what they actually do. You know, they actually just want to uphold privilege as it is. They don't want anyone pulling themselves but the, up.
0: But the thing is, the ability to pull yourself by the bootstraps is, is, almost, a privilege. is a privilege. Yeah. Like because if you can do that, the chances are you were in a privileged position in right. the first place. Right.
1: Exactly. And so that's that's very much her thing, and and she doesn't believe in big government, and she believes that the government, especially the Democratic Party, have made black people reliant on handouts, and have made black people believe that they can't do it on their own, and you know. But that's she also says she believes in black people. But that's the, also
0: making an assumption that black people are reliant on handouts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know that's that's yeah. her making a statement, which is kind of fucked up in and yeah. of itself. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's just it's just it's a weird thing because like if any, I'll implore and I'll try and link to it in the uh, in the information for this podcast the the link to Tanya Coates mm. uh, thing because I I thought it was very interesting that idea of like you said it, it is an identity politics of like what it is to be black and mm-hmm. we watched the Rachel Dolezal
1: yeah.
0: documentary earlier this week. Um, which was fascinating again we had a long discussion about that <laughs> Yeah.
1: because
0: it, you know she was trying to claim that she was like transracial right. that she was born white but she was meant to be she was a, she was a black woman born in a white woman's body right. Um, and you know we, we talked about this and said and we talked uh, like you know trans people I get it because I do believe that the idea of gender is a uh is bullshit and it's different from town to town and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, what is the idea of being manly? Like, you mm-hmm. know, it is kind of like... It's a very nebulous thought structure. And so I do believe that gender is is, is quite unimportant. And race sh- should be unimportant. Mm-hmm. But our society, unfortunately, has made race incredibly important. And it completely changes how you can live your life. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Uh, so to be able to try and like go from one to the other, I think the way things are right now, it's impossible because, you know, so in that, again, that, that Coates uh, article, uh, he talked about how Michael Jackson tried to make himself a white mm-hmm. man. But let's be honest, even though he had the skin color of an albino, let alone a white man, yeah, he was always referred to as a black man. He Except, I
1: remember the day I found out that he was black, and I just, it made absolutely no sense to me. <laughs> I mean, I was probably like six or seven, and that was just uh, shocking.
0: Yeah, but it, it's, he, I, I just don't think he could have ever shaken off, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the way the world thought of him in that sense. And, you know, he did a good job, to like you said, like, you know, he. With all the surgery he had, there was almost no trace of blackness about him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he barely looked like a human being, but if he was a human being, it looked like a white one to me.
0: But, like, his change didn't feel like a guy who was born white in a black man's body. It felt like a guy who just wasn't comfortable ...with all the connotations that came with being a black man.
1: And Rachel Dolezal wasn't comfortable with all the connotations that came with being a white woman.
0: Because she was raising, you know, black children. Um, You know, she had black brothers and sisters because they were adopted. Right,
1: and she Um, wanted very much to dissociate herself from her white parents. Who were
0: very abusive to her. Right, and
1: stay connected to her black siblings and children. Yeah. who she loved and was taken care of. And, you know,
0: these were the probably the best people in her life. And so, yeah. she, you know, being surrounded by them, you know, she, she, she defined herself by the people who she surrounded herself with. And so, like, I get why she wanted to be black, but she just, she couldn't. Right. And no matter how hard she tries, she can't do that. And no matter how, how hard a black person tries, they just can't become white. Because those privileges don't seem to cross over mm-hmm. like you know she she can't know what a black person's life is like because she can't shake off her white privilege she can always use it at any mm-hmm. point um, and the same with like Michael Jackson he ended up having a lot of privilege because uh, he was a rich rich millionaire but his upbringing was of a of a black young man and he can never shake that either uh, because like you know his and his father made him like you know it, there was again in that codes article because it, it was very well researched but <laughs> I, knew, I knew most of this already because I was a fan of Michael Jackson growing up as well but like you know his father was very abusive yeah. and uh, you know didn't he you know he made fun of Michael's nose like mm. surprise surprise years later Michael like destroyed his nose trying to get <laughs> as far away from it as possible uh, you know this it, it doesn't there's never I, I've never it seems to be far too much influenced by environment than actual like you know interpersonal feelings from the get-go
1: yeah and so one of the things I thought was so powerful about the the Atlantic article was because now I'm avoiding saying his name because I don't think I'm saying it right Coates the Coates article was that he was talking about how it felt like a betrayal on some level Michael Jackson dying to be white, and then yeah, this is Kanye dying to be white in a different way.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, Kanye... I don't think for a second that Kanye wants to change his body no. into a white body. No, But he he wants the the freedom that white privileges provides. Yeah. And I, th- I think living as a super rich person as he is, and a super famous person as he is, I could see how it would make sense to him. Like, why can't I have those same privileges that come with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, as two white people having a conversation in their kitchen, <laughs> we can't get to the bottom of that. No, we, we can't, certainly we can't. can't. But I have found it incredibly fascinating. <laughs> me too. Um,
1: me too. But that's, that's one of the things for me is like, I, I do find it important to hear dissenting voices which within a community that I'm not a part of and please, any, any of our black friends and listeners please tell me that I'm wrong and that you hate Candace Owens. But she, I like I, I feel the need to listen to her because she does have a slightly different viewpoint, but she still wants to talk about race and thinks it's important, but she's just talking about it in a different way. And so... I don't know, in some ways I do feel like it's my responsibility to listen to her. Because I do, because I believe, just like Kanye, I believe that they both want to help people. But you
0: can, this is what we had a big argument about today. You can listen, but not necessarily think that she's right.
1: I know, and I, and I don't think she's right about a lot of things. But I do see the value in some of the things she says.
0: Yeah, I don't, but, you know.
1: Yeah. That's, that, <laughs> that's, that,
0: that was the whole thing. That was life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is there any value in it or not?
0: Well, I hope there was value in this podcast for you, dear listener. Yes. Um, and uh, once again, actually, uh, Darcy, feel for a second.
1: Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to say. Um, Anything. I had to grab a piece of paper.
0: All right. So, uh, we're going to end this podcast very quickly by thanking my Patreon subscribers. Uh, they're Yay! the people who make this podcast possible. Um, and this podcast is possibly the main thing that they get as a result of this. Uh, so, um, we would like to thank um, Buffo Yorks dudes. Buff, dudes. Buffo, Buffo, dudes. <laughs> Buffo Yorks Dudes.
1: Buffo. Buffo Yorks Dudes. Buffo Yorks Dudes. And Larry F.
0: And Shannon.
1: And Bridget W. And
0: Declan S. Oh,
1: I know who that is. And oh, we don't probably
0: have to do the, the capitals. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't think we have doubles on this.
1: Okay, and Abby.
0: Uh, and Jeremy.
1: And Patrick. Uh,
0: I hope I get to see Jeremy soon, actually. Uh, he lives in America. I hope we get to see him soon. I hope I get
1: to see him soon.
0: Uh, Amanda.
1: Epilonius.
0: i know not his real name surprisingly <laughs> uh heather I. i will see heather soon you'll meet heather soon Yay! you're gonna meet heather at DragonCon. oh yeah that's a big announcement Wait, is she going to cute dog um no not with a doggo oh. um but uh heather's cool she may have a dog in real life but i don't okay. think i've shown you heather uh but yeah uh you, myself and darcy will both be at DragonCon this Yay! year in atlanta georgia labor day weekend more info to come. Um, thank you to Scotty, um,
1: and Will, and uh, Sarah. Sarah.
0: <laughs> she got apparently she got great crack out of us uh, trying to say <laughs> things in an Australian oh accent. God, an Australian were... accent. Australia. I can't do it,
1: Sarah. I watched a little. Sarah.
0: I watched. I watched a short documentary about um that whole where they put let's put some shrimp on the Barbie. I, I don't know what accent I'm doing now, but uh, that where that whole phrase came from, and it was an, actually an ad to try and get people to come to Australia. That I think was even done in the Super Bowl, but it had Paul Hogan back in like the late eighties or so, who I was like, he it. was Crocodile Dundee. Oh okay. That actor, and so it was all about yeah, you should come to Australia. It's all it's all cracking, um, and uh, but he would he he because Australians don't say shrimp. They say prawns like we do. Right. So everyone always says, like, the Australians get really annoyed at us. It's like, yeah, let's put another shrimp on the barbecue. Oh, we don't I say shrimp, you, you dicks. <laughs> but he said it so that Americans knew what the fuck he was talking about. Also, why put, like, prawns on a fucking barbecue when there's so much better things in the world?
1: Well, <sighs> prawns are amazing. No, I would just eat them raw. Yeah, Gross. baby, I like prawns raw.
0: And also, to yeah. uh, thank you to our latest, um, uh, oh, this is, I, this our latest uh, Patreon subscriber, who is Dave. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say
1: I was looking for Dave's name. I was I like, well, maybe Dave list, yeah. is Apollonius or
0: No. Dude. No, Dave, Dave. got added to uh, this uh, after I wrote the list originally. Dave. Uh, so the thanks, Dave. D M. Dave G um Dave McGee I should say yeah. but not to be confused with the director McGee who is awful he made Charlie's Angels mm. and a bunch of bad music videos yeah i know mm. all right we're on almost 45 minutes so uh, let's say okay. our our brand new um, goodbye outro uh, catchphrase okay. huge, huge times, times. <laughs> huge times <laughs> Uh, post uh, Recording Quick edit Because I forgot the name Of one of our patrons Stephen
1: Stephen Stephen W Stephen W Hello N-O.
0: I'm sorry uh, We'll never do it again I've written you down On the list now It'll never happen again Bye